0: Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment podcast. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. And here we are, 2019. It's pretty amazing. I keep thinking of the word expansiveness as I am making some bigger changes this year. And one of the things I'm really committing to, again, is my podcast, as it really does nourish my soul. So please stay tuned. If you have any feedback or you want to offer a rating or review on iTunes, I would really appreciate it. You can also find me at Core Nourishment on Instagram and Facebook and AnnieWagoner.com. So today I had the enormous pleasure of sitting across from a dear friend of mine, Donna Tem, for episode 22. I love that number. It's one of my favorites. Um, Donna is a powerful healer on the seacoast. She offers energy balancing, has created a powerful and effective seven-step process around goals for corporations, for schools, for children. She is a speaker and author actually writing her second book, which she talks about toward the end of the episode. She's also a mom, an inspiring entrepreneur, a growth seeker, and just such a beautiful, funny, loving, resilient woman. Please tune in. Donna shares vulnerably about her past with abuse and talks about how her healing and her trauma recovery really brought her to her deepest gifts, which she is now able to support others with. She opens up about the importance of play and how she really wants to invite that into her life more. We laugh, we have so much fun. There's so much more I obviously wanna say, but I think I'm just gonna pause now and allow you to listen. Like still laughing because I'm so excited to do this I with you. Know, Doll, me too. Thank so you so much for
1: doing this with me.
0: You are most welcome. It's my pleasure. Um, so everyone out there listening today, I'm sitting across from one of the most beautiful, incredible, inspiring entrepreneurs, souls, um, healers, moms in the in the universe. Um, I've had the pleasure of knowing. Donna Tem for gosh, how many years of Oh my goodness! Oh, I can't even. I don't, I don't know, even like seven been, eight.
1: Yeah, right around there. That's incredible. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, and
0: thank you for that introduction. Oh, you're welcome. So nice. Yeah, you're you're amazing. You're um, I think of you, and there's just such genuine and like realness and connection and um, a beautiful intensity about you that attracted me to you and i think our our similar um desire of curiosity around people and yes um just yeah knowing and healing and yeah Yeah. you're amazing
1: well thank you and we are kindred souls aren't we yes
0: yes we are we
1: hit it off right away i
0: know i know incredible so so donna like i just i'm trying to think where to begin i i you're doing so many incredible um things right now in your work and your passion and your purpose. Um, And I'd love to just hear more of your story and have you share with the world um, what led you, I think about your natural gifts of intuitive gifts that you share as a healer, but maybe Mm -hmm. just start with how you define yourself. Like what's your title? I know you're a speaker. You've, you've written, you're an author. Um, You have an office space where you hold energy balancing sessions for people, but you also do land healing um, so let's start with what do you what do you do in the now and then dig deep into okay. what led you there. That sounds great. Yeah. You know, you
1: did a really great job kind of describing <laughs> who I am and what I'm doing in the now. And it's funny because that has been one of the things that I've struggled with, because I do feel like how do I define what i do Mm -hmm. and uh my audience is pretty varied it's it's pretty wide and i feel like there are so many people who can benefit from some of the services that i'm honored to offer to people and uh one of the things that i've been doing to kind of bring it all together because i have been doing so much over the years i started my business in 2004 uh, but I had been doing energy work before that as a Reiki master, mm. and I had started all of that in 2001
0: officially, but so probably already. Like, I, yes, yeah. Okay. Yes.
1: So I started the training in 2001, wow. and I was still teaching in a classroom at that time. I was an elementary teacher, mm. and so I just had seen how you know they were. I'm kind of like. I'm already delving into the past here, but I think it's just so connected. Oh, it is, uh, yes. and and bringing me to who I am today, yeah. and and what I do, and and how I define myself. And so I was in the classroom, and there were a lot of things going on in my life where there were some health issues, and um, then my son was born, and he had some severe health issues, and and the thing that turned us both around was alternative therapies mm. and so i decided that i wanted to really dig deep and and do this for work yeah and um do you
0: mind me interrupting for a second and yeah, no. sharing like um when you mentioned health issues what mm-hmm. are some examples just absolutely
1: yeah yeah so i actually had a lot of issues that i was in a sick building and didn't realize it okay and so there were a lot of issues that were um, sinus issues. Like I'd never had sinus issues issues before. There was a lot of vertigo and dizziness. Mm. Um, there were a lot of intestinal issues. There were uh, just, there was a yeah. lot going on. And, and, you know, I had in my file, my medical file previous to that, I probably had, you know, a, a short stack of papers because I just was a really healthy person. Yeah. And then suddenly I was hospitalized and I had all these things going on and and the medical profession Bombarded
0: just... Bombarded with... Yeah. Right.
1: And they just couldn't figure out what was going on. Mm. And so, you know, like people who come to see me for mm-hmm. my alternative therapies and alternative solutions, um, it was a last straw for me. And I thought... What do I have to lose? I'll try it. And so I went and I was, you know, seeing a homeopathist. And is that how you say it? homeopathy? I know. I know. I'm
0: like, homeopathy is a homeopathist. Homeopathy, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a and, and a
1: naturopath and, yeah. you know, acupuncture. And I was doing all of these mm. things. And, of course, Reiki sessions and um, massage. And it was just so amazing. I started to really turn a corner. Yeah. And my health was coming back. Mm. And I had forgotten what it felt like to have vitality. Yeah. And 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 healthy feelings and a healthy body again. Wow. And then my son was born and uh, I had been pregnant in that setting, that okay. sick building. And so he mm-hmm. had some pretty severe issues when he was born with his health. And we were at Boston Children's, and uh, mm. it was you know there were just so many things going on, and it, that's like a whole story in itself. But basically, yeah. you know, I said this is it. I am taking him for chiropractic, and mm. I was going for homeopathy with him, and I was doing all the things that had got me well with him. And, and, lo and how behold, incredible that
0: you had you had just gone through all that for yourself yeah. to then be able to probably more quickly or with more ease like offer that um and explore that for him
1: absolutely and he just he was constantly on antibiotics and then when i started doing these alternative therapies Mm. it just all shifted and he became well and
0: he's and thriving now. He is
1: really it's like, thriving from now. What I know. I, know, I yeah. know. So, yeah. you know, when I really experienced all of these things, I thought there were so many people that I saw in a whole new light. Mm. And I thought, oh my goodness, like if they just had this, mm-hmm. if they just had the knowledge
0: that this was an option for them. Right. Because so much of it is about just. That starting there, the awareness, the education. Um, So many people just don't, they just don't know. They don't know. They don't know.
1: And so that was part of it. And it really became a passion for me. A spark to your purpose. It was. It really was. And so what happened was, then I started talking about leaving the teaching profession. And and people were like, (laughs) kind of like shaking their head. Are Mm. you crazy? You know, and I, at the time, I held the... The actual paycheck, you know, that was a consistent one, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know the insurance mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But I just went, you know, when you have that calling,
0: yeah,
1: it's it's that yearning yeah. that you just you want yeah. to move forward with, and so I did. Just so
0: courageous. Too, well, that, thank you. You, like you know, huge.
1: Yeah, it was huge, and Deep. and sometimes. I was thinking about it this morning and I thought, geez, if I knew back then some of the things I knew now, I wonder (laughs) if I would have been so courageous, you know? Really, yeah. Yeah,
0: I I think, you know, sometimes that ignorance is bliss is such Mm. a wonderful thing. Just when you reflect on, like, the major bumps or... Or what I felt like obstacles. Right. Um, and yet right. all of that too is a part of what makes you exactly as you are now. So, well, thank you. Yeah. And you know what? But I totally I wouldn't hear change it. <laughs> yes. Right. Anyway. Yeah. And
1: I wouldn't change it. And I'm so grateful that I didn't know. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost like when you're standing on the edge of the cliff and, and mm. you know, you're feeling brave because you don't know that one more step and you're, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're falling.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm grateful that I didn't know. Because I just kind of kept going and there was mm. a safety net with each step that I took. And, mm. and I think that happens for a lot of people when they're on... A path yeah and it 's for the greater good
0: right the fl- it, they flow it flows, the universe is supporting yeah.
1: exactly yeah exactly, so i you know, as I would get into things and I would learn more, and I would do professional development, and I just was so intrigued by it, and I wanted to do this, and I wanted to do that, and i became a certified aerodologist and uh oh, that's right yes oh, yeah. yeah and I never you know I used part of it but in a very different way mm-hmm. than it would normally be used and and uh so I just I kept doing all of these different things and it just kept transforming mm-hmm. and first it was peace of mind alternative therapies and then it went to peace of mind alternative solutions Mm -hmm. and then um talk about getting back to your question about how do i define myself uh i really have had to give that a lot of thought lately because i'm bringing it all together Mm. and there's a component that's actually uh the alternative therapies which Mm -hmm. is very energy based in working with the chi and the flow of the body the energy of the body But I've also really gone into this other piece because I saw a need with people who were out there that didn't really buy into the energetic part of what Mm. I was doing and were very logically based Mm -hmm. and still had some of the little skeptical Right. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah. But still had some of the gaps and I could see with my teaching experience where I could help with that. Mm-hmm. And so then I created um it was the fundamental mastery oh, yeah. which is my seven step process for potential maximization and goal attainment. So it I've had the energy piece and mm-hmm. now I have the very logically oriented piece.
0: And do you offer that indi- to individuals? Do you take that to groups or both? Okay. Both.
1: And so what I'm doing now is I'm bringing that fundamental mastery, that seven-step process to corporate world, to businesses, whether they're sole proprietors or small businesses Mm -hmm. or large corporations. Okay. I also am bringing it to educational institutions. Oh,
0: wonderful! So I've Amazing.
1: done I've done this process with uh, children from ages ten mm. all the way up to adults in their eighties, oh, and incredible. it just fits. It's it's a really flexible. Um, it's got a firm foundation, but there's flexibility to account for individuals and, and that type of thing and whatever people are needing. So, and, and I do it with individuals, stay-at-home moms who just have goals that they want to reach and, you know, people who are doing their own thing and they don't yeah. want to go down the professional route.
0: Just helps them to ground in more clarity, I imagine. And It does. And can you give an example? Of, yeah, so like, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, um, yeah. What is one of the one of the seven steps? Or right, know, absolutely, you, yeah.
1: absolutely. And I think one of the things that um, I did just recently was I worked with a classroom of fourth graders, mm. and actually in third graders. Uh, oh, and so cool it oh is gosh. really fun and I what I was finding was that and it, it was of different ages I mean I found myself with adults where I was someplace for professional development for me mm-hmm. uh, and I found that even adults didn't have a clear process for setting goals yeah and actually oh, yeah. achieving them mm-hmm. and um, and you know people they actually reported themselves. No, I have. I don't have goals, and I don't have a process for setting goals and that type of thing. And then I thought, if we can really start with our youth,
0: yeah, and and give them these skills. Oh now, my gosh, and and just about like I always think how kids are, you know, in general, like more open, um, yes. a little bit more like sponges. Um, Absolutely, yeah, and just the way they can they can really. Um, enjoy and like be present with the process and soaking soaking that up absolutely oh.
1: absolutely and so yeah. one of the funnest things just recently was working with these fourth grade classes mm. and so I had gone in for like a three or four week um, session and teachers had asked me to come in and so I did the whole seven-step process with them using my own goal as an example and so my goal was to and it was it was really kinda cute. I mean it was a little pathetic on my end because it, it was <laughs> <laughs> revealing to what my life has been like lately. <laughs> but what, what I do is there is this, And now of
0: course like, go, well, what was it? I yeah, know. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> well, there's um so there's the seven steps, and then there are two additional components. And so when you're really trying to figure out what you're going to set for a goal, you have to find your targeted area of priority. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes people will come in and they'll say, I don't even know where to start. I feel right, like my life scattered. is upside down, mm-hmm. you know? And so when I do this potential maximization wheel with them, uh, we, we basically will create a visual for the different aspects that are in their life. So Mm. is spirituality, career, relationships, family, exercise, you know, all of those types of things. Self-care. I love
0: love the visual like circle. Right,
1: right, exactly. And so I did a visual with the kids of my own life (laughs) and where I needed to start. And Mm. it was the funniest thing because one of the ones that I had in there were all those things I just said but I also added in play.
0: Mm, I love that, Donna. That's and so,
1: so it, it, you know, and so what happened was I brought it up on my slideshow and I said, okay, so from this visual, where can you clearly see that I need to focus my efforts?
0: Oh, I love it. And they because were it like... also connects so well to them. You it know? does.
1: It does. And And so... They were like, You need to play (laughs) because you know, my career was really good and my this was good and my that was good. And when I got to play, like there was just like this little tiny slice and I so
0: true for so many people. Like so many I would say so many adults, but I would say so many people in general. It's true in our society. So And we forget to play example and it's so important for nourishment.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right, exactly. And it is what nourishes me. Like I love to laugh. Mm. And I find that I just I don't do it enough. And you don't
0: prioritize it. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So did so, you
0: walk away with the, with these kids with that like um with that clarity of like, oh, this is what I need to like what is an example of Donna playing.
1: So what I ended up doing was with that information, now I was able to set a goal
0: okay
1: and so there's a five point rubric that we use and in in, in order to make sure it's a good attainable goal and this and that so i had said okay here's what i'm going to do (laughs) in order to play more i want to learn how to play you are my sunshine (gasps) on the keyboard i love it by the winter holidays Mm. so that i can relive some happy memories with my family and so that was my goal. I and so then of course we have to go on and we have to create an action plan mm-hmm. because I think that's where a lot of people start to lose ground. Mm-hmm. They create this goal but there's no action plan. Like a,
0: let's work backwards. Like right. how is this actually gonna
1: happen? Right, yeah. exactly. And target dates and, you know, support systems to be in place and how are you gonna evaluate it? Mm. You know, all those pieces are are left out. Yeah. And so that's part of the seven step process. And so I had now I had this and I had said to them, okay, I'm going to do these actions and, and what three of the actions were or I was going to practice on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to record myself by the 15th of each month playing You Are My Sunshine. And then I would compare from month to month.
0: Oh, I love it!
1: And then by the thirtieth of each month, I would share it with them so that mm. they could hear my progress as well. Oh,
0: that's awesome! And so, awesome. yeah,
1: and so that's what I did. Did you and do it? I did, yeah. and I played for. I did it, you know, on my uh, recorder, and I played it for my family during the winter holidays, and then went back and shared with oh my the gosh. students. And I got a standing ovation. Oh,
0: darling, that's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? Talk about funny? feeding your inner child. Like, oh, that's so beautiful. my
1: goodness. Yes, yeah. So it. it was just so fun. And then, you know, even the teachers were like, I need to do this with my own goals. Mm. And so it was just such nice feedback. Yeah. It was,
0: yeah. So, I mean, again. It's so clear. Like, in my mind, I'm like, listen, I'm listening to you. I'm thinking, oh, on one hand, I'm like, it's so simple. But it's amazing how hard how hard it is, it's you know, true. and I love that you put it in such a clear, um, supportive format and, yeah, yeah, broke it down because I, I think that's, I, I will admit that's where I totally get stuck, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. the step-by-step process. And also, as you mentioned, having that, like asking for that support and the accountability. Yeah. Um, yeah that's
1: a huge yeah. piece. Yeah. It is a huge piece. And so, and part of it, the way this whole fundamental mastery piece came in was, I realized because I am not sure if I had shared with you that when I owned my home there was mm-hmm. a major flood.
0: Yes, I remember you did share. And that. it devastated just, all three oh.
1: floors, and we were right down to you know the studs and mm-hmm. and just the you know the framing basically, and everything else had to be redone. And it was during that time when I got this really beautiful gift. Of this seven-step process, because that's when I realized, when I was right in the middle of another crisis, mm. that every time I had this crisis that I needed to get through, mm. and it was either just barely survive or continue to thrive, mm. I would employ
0: these seven steps. Just naturally, you—you you were right. It was becoming more and more aware. It's yeah. just what I was doing. Yeah. And so
1: again, I saw a need, and I thought, "Wow, mm. like people could really benefit from this." So. Yeah. Why don't I put it out there?
0: I love it, and that's, that's how that
1: came into being.
0: And do you find that when you when you do take it to a corporation or maybe it's an individual
1: yes. or a mom
0: or whomever, it's well received? And, and it really yeah. is because they're reaching
1: out to me. Yeah, right. So at right. that point, yeah. you
0: know, I'm putting it out there, mm-hmm. and then I'm
1: really trusting that whoever's hands it's meant to fall into, mm-hmm. it will happen. You know, yes, I have to do the social media, and which I'm not, <laughs> I'm not great at, mm. honestly. But I'm getting there. That's one of my goals. You know, is to, yeah. to get better at that. Um, but yeah, but you just, have
0: the. Refer- I'm imagining. I mean, my assumption is you have the referrals. You know, I do. I would, I would, I would imagine and hope for I you. I do. Yeah, I do. So that social media, yes, I know. It's it's definitely. This day and age, like a key part of, um, for, for a lot of people's success with their business, but you reach a lot by just the work you do and then the referrals. Yeah. The word of
1: mouth is huge. And, um, and it has been since I started my business, Mm -hmm. just that word of mouth. And, and I'm so grateful because whenever one of my clients who I absolutely love my clients, Mm. I feel like when I go to work, I'm not really working. Yeah i'm sitting with friends i feel and so when someone that i care that deeply for as a client refers someone that they know Mm, chances are ripple effect it it is connectedness it really is so yeah it has been it really has been and so it, it is time to take it to another level though i'm feeling that you know that as cliche as it sounds I am feeling that calling to take it deeper and and instead of staying small Mm -hmm. like I've always done um it's time for me to go bigger and um however that looks I I don't really have a preconceived notion I feel like I'm here for a reason and I've got a job to do and I have a purpose and I'm not always sure what that is, but I'm always somehow led to where it is I need to be. Even when I think it's not where I wanted to go Mm -hmm. or when I maybe was pointing in a different direction and... Got turned around. I always
0: realize. There was a reason. There was a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so huge. Anna. That's something I've admired so much about you when you share it. When when I first got to know you and I was hearing your story and, and, and then have continued to be able to witness your path. It's just. It is so much you just there's so much courage and strength within you um and your light is so bright in that in that trust um in your in your experience because i know you've had I mean, you've had a a lot of you have a history of trauma and I'd i would love for do. you to kind of share um your comment about staying small i think by us simply doing this in the now like you're taking a huge step um putting yourself out there and sharing your voice and your your purpose and your heart with the world. So it's yeah. it's huge. Thank um, you. Yeah. It well, is. And I'd be lying if I
1: said I didn't feel vulnerable.
0: Yeah. I have oh, yeah. to be
1: honest, like there's this there's this
0: huge
1: piece that just feels very vulnerable to do this yeah but i'm also so thrilled Mm -hmm. and and i'm excited to do this Mm -hmm. um and i think you know i I liken it to when my book came out so you had talked about my history of trauma yeah
0: i'd love for you to share i'd love if you know what you feel comfortable sharing because it is a a powerful part of who you are
1: Mm -hmm. it sure is so um my world got really rocked. You know, I, I, there's been a, a series of things that have happened. You know, like everybody goes through their ups and their downs. And um, it was right around, it was 2001 when I was just living my life. I was married. I had a little four-year-old. And, and I was just kind of, you know, doing my thing. And um, repressed memories mm. started to resurface and i i had no recollection before that i had had a a recollection of one snippet of a memory that made me uncomfortable mm. but what ensued after that when when the body said this is it like it's it's time to release this it's toxic wow. it needs to come out which is a lot of the work that i now do with my clients yeah. um i really went for a ride i -hmm. mean it was it was a challenge it was a challenge to um put one foot in front of the other you know i'm not gonna lie it was it was not a pretty process yeah but I'll you tell you what, being a
0: mom and I was wife and all right. the things. Yeah, right. Well. Exactly.
1: And being triggered by those little faces that I was teaching every day, because that was about the time it started for me mm. was about, you know, the age that I had my students were yeah. at that time. Okay so um again you know we can fast forward and i'm i it has made me who i am but um there was there was definitely a lot of trauma that went with that and part of that trauma was a message that i just kept telling myself and it became my default pattern of stay small Mm. don't be seen stay quiet yeah Yeah. like do not bring attention to yourself Mm. whatever you do And I think it's so important for me to say this, and it it is in my book. So I have my personal memoir, You're Only as Sick as Your Secrets. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did, you know... I wrote that after saying that I would never tell anyone even what happened to me when the when things were resurfacing. And then all of a sudden I'm writing, writing this
0: book. Which is such a beautiful, powerful part of your healing.
1: It really yeah. was. It was. And I've had such amazing feedback from people who have read it. Mm. And I'm, you know, so happy that they really found healing mm-hmm. in my story. So you know I, I do believe it's not all for naught yes um yeah. but so you know part of kind of bringing it back to what we were talking about is is that staying small yeah and when my when my book first came out i remember being so vulnerable like there it was it was it was i got the call mm-hmm. and my publisher said your book is live it was october of 2010 wow and you'll be getting your print copy within, you know, a couple of days. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> yeah. And I said, oh, my goodness. And I remember when it arrived, I'll never forget the box it was in. I think I even kept it. And I knew what was in there. And I, it was almost like it was poison. Mm. Like, I I just almost couldn't touch the box. Mm. And I picked it up and I just... Put it on my counter, and I remember standing in my kitchen Hmm. just looking at the box that held that one book.
0: And you hadn't opened it yet. I I hadn't opened it. What were you feeling in your body?
1: I was actually feeling a little bit ill because I was just feeling so vulnerable because I knew what that that box represented, my story. And it was now... Out there, mm. for everyone to see and and what happened was I was no longer staying small, yeah, right. right, and the message was back then, don't be seen because the reason I stayed quiet was because the perpetrator had always said, "I will kill your father, oh
0: my God if you
1: say anything, so now suddenly oh, i 'm well going national with this book Mm -hmm. and even though i knew that was no longer true
0: yeah
1: you know we hold those memories in our body we hold those default patterns within us that say oh my god what are you doing right what are you doing right and um but in all honesty once i got beyond that it has just been so amazing the stories that people have reached out to me uh, you know, the notes
0: that I have, the letters people have written me, thanking me. Yeah. Amazing. What you did was you gave so many people beyond what you can imagine, probably yeah. this permission to to speak, to share their story, to exactly. share their voices. Exactly. I always think about Brene Brown and her yeah. whole, you know, about shame and yes vulnerability that it's it's been all really strength. You know, and when we can start sharing our our shame, it's it diffuses it. It, it, it lets really it does. lets light pour into it and connect so many people. It does. It is so amazing
1: when you can finally share something and the difference it actually makes in your body, in your mind, in your spirit, in mm. your life. I mean, it's so huge. And I think again, there's. We don't realize how powerful our words can be. Yeah. And and if we can just step into Mm. that courage that it takes to do something that's uncomfortable, but when you really know that you have a story that can help people change their lives. Yeah. Because when you are living in misery and trauma and fear... Even sixty seconds is way too much. Mm. It's yeah. you know the,
0: what the stress on the body and exactly, what it does. and then as you mentioned, like where it lives in us for so long. Exactly, start to release it.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. So
0: there's a lot wow. of
1: vulnerability <laughs> yeah. around all of this, and yeah. it's it still amazes me um, that it's been years later. I mean, my first book that the personal memoir was published in. You know, twenty ten. So it's been eight and a half years, and it's just amazing to me where I can still sometimes go to that place of vulnerability. Oh, totally. But it's okay now. I embrace it instead of run.
0: Right, (laughs) right. (laughs) You move through it with perhaps a little bit more right trust and ease. And I have. I know that you're support. Right, and you have found tremendous tools to support yourself. Yeah, exactly. And that you get to now. I mean it's so cliche, but your your trauma and your pain is what also allows you to connect with your gifts to then therefore offer and help support other people with so
1: you know it really does and it's funny because I try well stay small, stay small, right <laughs> And so in the past, I've really Try to also not create conflict because that was another message as a child. Mm. Don't make anybody angry. Don't yeah. this, yeah. don't that. Which, you know what, Annie, I'd like to just kind of one little off to the side comment is um, the perpetrator was not a member of my immediate family. Yeah. I had a wonderful, wonderful, I have a wonderful family and I'm so, so fortunate that I did. I think mm. of these poor people who didn't have that in-home support yes, like that. Yeah. Um so this was a non-blood relative who was the perpetrator. So I just I always feel like that's so important because oh, I definitely. I really yeah. don't want this to reflect negatively on my family. Yeah. I was a lucky lucky person.
0: Yeah. With I, a very I'm loving so mom you and dad and too. Yeah. siblings. So did yeah. you find, Donna, on that note, when you so when you wrote your book and when you started to share, um, yeah, did you you continued to feel that tremendous support?
1: I did. Yeah. I again, very very fortunate. I mean, it it did create some discomfort. Oh, I can only right. You know, yeah, because okay. it was a non blood relative, so you know those who were connected to this individual. That were just as innocent as I was. was yeah. I didn't want them to be negatively impacted mm. by my story. Right. Because it wasn't their fault.
0: Exactly. Right. And yet you, right. It's like trusting that I ha- you had to put that out there. And right. And yet um, wanting to protect them as a, right. at the same time. But exactly. you don't have control over. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. And so what I've always done, and I did a book talk um I think probably the following April and uh in it was in my own community Mm -hmm. and so that was again another little oh my gosh talk about I just I felt like
0: that um like surge of just you know fear like scary yet so exciting yes and I couldn't believe
1: it like the outpouring of people who showed up for me. Mm-hmm. I was just it was amazing. Like we had these lines of chairs and we were hoping to fill them. And before we knew it, the you know, they were getting more chairs and bringing more chairs and wow yeah and then there were people standing I mean I was just like oh my gosh I was so grateful yeah you know really really grateful and one of the things that came up and I don't remember exactly what it was but I remember responding with the fact that I wasn't going to mention names Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because and I wasn't even going to really get into details about that because that's not what my story is about. No. My story isn't about saying this person did this to me. My story was about, look, this happened and I made it. I almost didn't. I'm not going to lie here. I mean, there were there were times when life was not real enticing for me, Mm. Um, but I did. Yeah. And. And so you can too. You know, that was kind of the way I did it. And when Mm -hmm. I wrote the book, it took me forever because I would write a little bit and then I'd throw it in the corner. I thought, I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. And then months later, I'd pick it back up and I'd read it and I'd go, oh, my gosh, I was really angry. And so I'd rewrite it. Talk
0: about, I mean, I just like step-by-step, step, like the healing for you, Donna, through all of this. Yeah. It's like so incredible.
1: It really is. And I could see my, as I would reread, you know, I went from, you know, terror mm-hmm. when I first was writing and I'd redo it when I come back to it, to the fear, mm. to then the anxiety, mm. to then... The anger, I mean, and then hopefully, and, I, and I've asked many people about this, and readers have said, yeah, you know, you really just sort of objectively put it out there as best you could. Yeah. So Because I didn't want it to come from anger. Yeah. I didn't want it to come from fear. I wanted it to
0: come from a place of being healed. Yeah, and just so, realness and feeling and, right. and, and offering light for other people right. who are going through who have gone through a similar... Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. And so, you know, I'm always really careful about the things I say because some people, you know, everybody has a different perspective on things. Mm -hmm. And so I don't ever want to step on the way people perceive things or why they perceive things. They own it. It's theirs. And I can't say they have to think like I did or go through the process like I did that's it's just not the right way to do things everybody has their own way um so I'm always really careful how I put things out there but you know when I look back in my work now today a lot of people will say you know your gifts of intuition are very strong Mm. and you know I really can attribute it to the abuse, believe it or not. And I was please.
0: curious for, the, uh, I mean, not to spin too far off because, you know, but but that was one of my questions was, like, when did you first connect and really realize you were intuitive, intuitive gifts?
1: Yes, yeah. I think it was when I was young. Yeah. But like a lot of kids these days, mm. um, People just don't understand it, yeah. and so when kids are saying, "Oh, you know, I'm talking to so and so, and so and so isn't able to be seen," uh, you know, we kind of poo-poo it a little bit. Not not in a mean way, or right. you know, maliciously. It's just we don't understand it. Yeah, most mainstream society doesn't understand it. Right. They don't. They haven't had that same relationship to the spirit world or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And so I too had shut it off and it was a little scary for me because uh for me at the time I was clairvoyant. So I could at night especially I could see things.
0: When you were a kid?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: But as far back as you remember?
1: Right. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember I was I was young okay. when I first started with the intuition and and that kind That's of thing. Amazing. And, um, did you share
0: it with anyone? Like with your family I
1: did. I okay. did. Yeah. But again, I mean, I, I think because it was... Because maybe
0: they can understand. It wasn't... Right. Yeah. And
1: it wasn't like they weren't, you know, saying anything bad about it oh, or anything yeah. like that. But nobody really got it. And then it got a little frightening for me because, you know, oftentimes when we hear about kids saying, you know, there are monsters in my room mm-hmm. and we go in, it's like, there's no monsters. Well, a lot of times, you know, not to get too deep into explanations of it, but, you know, basically... There's there's the spirit world, Mm. which have they've rid themselves of this density of our bodies. And so for them to be able to sort of come into this really dense world that we have, Mm. they have to be able to take energy that's no longer constricted in an area so that we can perceive it. And so wow. sometimes they distorted. Yeah. And so you can understand where kids would be like, it looks
0: like a oh, monster, totally. right? Yeah. yeah. And so, and so it's frightening. So they look like, cause I, yeah, I love this. And I'm like, oh, it's so amazing. It's so fascinating to me. And I'm totally open to all of it. I'm yeah. not clairvoyant in that way. I, I, right. I sense, I can Absolutely. sense and feel. But so when you say distort, like, do the, do they look when you, when you think back when you were a kid, like they look like a, a person, but distorted face kind of thing. Right, so, so it's really almost like
1: like, like yeah, like a little bit like a monster. But the other okay. thing too is that, um, you know, as I was able to sort of develop my gifts, and that's what I always tell practitioners when I teach classes and that kind of thing for developing intuition or, mm-hmm. or whatever their gifts happen to be I always tell them you know you really do want to raise your own vibration because yeah. if their if spirit is vibrating up here at a much higher level and we're vibrating down here because of our toxic thoughts or our toxic foods that we're eating or whatever it may be and I, trust me I am not like the most clean eater <laughs> or the most clean thinker but you know mm-hmm. I do sort sort. sort of have to have this structure to what how I treat my body Mm. because it raises my vibration so that I can actually be closer to understand
0: them at
1: a higher level. I don't know if I'm coming across.
0: No, so so listeners, I have the privilege of sitting across from Donna and she's using her hands to kind of show. <laughs> I'm such a visual, so for me it is so helpful. Um but no, I think I think um you're being like this is so cool. It's okay, so, like, good, uh, good the way good. you're explaining it is easier to grasp.
1: Well, and um, I think too when we think about it, like it, it's almost like if you and I were doing this podcast and you were on the other side of those french doors right
0: it's which is hard to be across to be clear right exactly
1: yeah but if we you know came closer together we'd Mm -hmm. be able to understand each other it's kind of like that with vibrations and and being able to be at a closer vibration to spirit
0: so what are some ways donna that you raise your vibration A lot of it. I know you mentioned a little bit diet. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think one of the things is um, diet is really important. Mm -hmm. You know, I think like um, there are certain foods that just are toxic and we know that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it's going to definitely bring our vibration down. The other thing is thoughts. I mean thoughts are oh, really yeah. huge and, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, I mean I, I go down that road sometimes where I do my stinking thinking and <laughs> stinking, and, that, thinking, yeah. that <laughs> and that type of thing and but the difference is and this is where you know Anybody who knows about manifesting and metaphysical means of doing that or um, even about this, about raising our vibration, it's not about never having a bad thought.
0: I was about it's, to say, it's like, well, yeah. we are all human. We're going to have them right. continue to flow in whether we've quote worked on that aspect of ourselves or right. not. Right, so right. As much as I want to be like, great, done. Right. Exactly, and I've worked through that. It's never going to show up again. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 yeah, probably going to.
1: <laughs> yeah, and for so reason. I think that's that yeah. is a big piece of it too. And the other piece um, is that you you don't stay in it. Yeah, you know, and because you're going to have emotions, and and those emotions are natural, and they tell us something about what's going on with mm. us and what we might need right. to
0: change. Serve a purpose.
1: Exactly, sure. exactly. And so that's a huge piece as well. One of the things, so I do um, the Donatem Energy Rebalancing Method. I have my online course that just went live last year for practitioners. And Mm -hmm. it's also really good. Module one is really good for anybody who's interested in these things that we've been talking about in a different way of perceiving, Mm -hmm. you know, the world. And I talk about in nourishing. I mean, that really, uh, it fulfilled me to do that kind of thing because Mm -hmm. it was something different. You know, it was being in a studio and it was videotaping and it's video lessons and doing audio meditations. Oh, and so it was just cool. such, yeah. So it enlivening was,
0: in for you. I it, know, it
1: really was. It really was. So anyway, and one of the things that in there I tell people is if you want to raise your vibration and be the best, whoever that you can be, whether it's a practitioner or whatever it is that you're doing, non-practitioner work you really, really need to work on your issues and those things that instead of bringing you up, tend to keep you small mm. or bring you down. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it is. It's looking at all of our wounds, and yeah. we all have wounds. Oh, yeah. And some of them will stay with us forever, but it doesn't mean that they actually have to rule us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's so a true. big
1: piece. And, and I, for a long time, I never really thought about that much. You know, I always thought, nope, I'm going to, this is it. I'm going right. to get this done. And you know, like you were saying yeah. earlier. <laughs> right. Um, and then I realized that, you know, that abuse will always be a part of me. Mm. And it's up to me to make the choice of how much a part of me it is and how much it's going to make the choices for me versus me make the choices right. For me. Well,
0: what would I would just flowed in for me, Donna? Is I, I feel like by you writing your book and putting it out there, and you you've yet mentioned like um, staying small or therefore choosing not to anymore, right? Um, and kind of stepping stepping into yourself and your and your story and your voice and owning it. I feel like by writing that book, you were no longer a victim to right. your abuse um just recognizing it, acknowledging it and allowing it to help you tap into your strengths of sharing it because that connects you Yeah. so yeah i've seen about the word victim and to me it's like yeah imagine <laughs> i mean understandably right we can all at times depending on what we've experienced or gone through um on all different levels feel victim to things but then it's it's remembering how we have choice and tools and support and
1: Yes. Mm. Well step said. Step by Amy. step putting it out ourselves out
0: there. Yeah. It's so easier true. said than done. But.
1: It is easier said than done. And it, it's it is one of those things where when I think about it, and again, you know, it's not about placing judgment, no, you know, like not at all. and I yeah. know you because yeah. you're so you know, you're so good and so I and There's I'm no like, right or wrong way. I, exactly. Process or exactly. It, but, exactly. Yeah. but I have to say, like One of the things, and again, I'm always so careful about how I say things, and I love that you said victim, because in all honesty, there's truth to that. Mm. You know, people who go through different things, not just abuse, but other types of things are victim, that we fall victim to an accident. We Mm -hmm. fall victim to, you know, there are lots of different things. Um, And so, again, certainly... I'm not going to say to somebody you can't you can't use that that title of victim or you can't use that term of victim. However, I would encourage people and this is kind of where I go with it too is when I think about a victim and sometimes now when I even say the word victim, yeah. and you think about the vibration of that. Right. And yeah, the it feels feel, heavy. Exactly. Yeah. It feels so heavy in your body. And then I think, okay, well, if I'm not a victim, then I'm empowered. Mm. And when I think about how that feels, yeah. it's a totally different feeling. Yep. Yeah. And anybody who, you know, and, and, and not to kind of go way off the, the other end, but anybody who knows anything about quantum physics and and you know like the law of attraction and you know all of those types of ways of thinking is that energy that you have in your body mm-hmm. is oftentimes going to bring you and I'm not saying it will make you a victim again, but I'm saying it's going to bring you similar experiences that are aren't going to make you feel good. Right. Versus if you have that energy of empowerment, Mm -hmm. then you're going to bring like attracts like. So you're going to bring other things that are going to create that empowerment Mm. for you. Going
0: back to the vibration, right? Exactly. Kind of staying in low vibration or, and again, there's no right or wrong, but like or breaking through to raise and and work to a higher vibration. Right.
1: Exactly. And I love that you said that, like you're working at it. Yeah.
0: Because Those trust constantly. me, I, yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Totally. because I'm always working at it, yeah. you know, and if people, people can say, oh my goodness, you know, you're so this, or you're so that, and they say it in a positive way, <laughs> and I sometimes go... Hmm. I'm gonna keep my siblings away from this person.
0: <laughs> but you know, Donna, what I love is I mean, even just some of the examples you've shared on this podcast, it's like, yeah, but we're all we're all human, yes. you know, and I think it's so easy, especially especially with, you know, social media or even just, you know, the way we can perceive or assume by just looking or witnessing or watching someone, um, yeah, we can assume one thing and like maybe put them on a pedestal, but it's like right. actually no. Like we're what's beautiful. We are all we all, as you said earlier, have our wounds, we have our our past and um and our present and our stories and it can it can it's just so powerful if we start sharing them more, like how we can connect it and really as humans.
1: <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And I think you're you're absolutely right. And I think it's not about our wounds that we have. And our experiences that we have, it's about, you know, what we do with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the choices we make to... Exactly. Yeah. So what else, what else, Donna, nourishes your, your core and, and enlivens you? Oh, on a personal level? Yeah. My son. I know, I was thinking about you as a mom. And <laughs> yes. that's something you and I have connected about and talked a lot yeah. about. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, I just... Um, you know, if he listens to this, he's gonna be like, "Oh my!" She goes again,
0: right? But you're lighting up so much, even just by saying, "Oh like, my goodness, my son." He
1: yeah. is. He truly is my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and some people might go, "Oh, that is pathetic," <laughs> <laughs> and it could be. You know, it, it might be, but guess. don't tell me if it is, <laughs> um, because I just um, I have loved. Being a mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say I was perfect at it or imperfect at it. I'm not going to say that it was all, uh, you know, a bed of rose petals or whatever <laughs> you want to say. I don't even know because it's just not my reality. But um, there's just such a bond there. Mm. And um, I just feel like he is my greatest gift. Yeah. He really is. And for me, I don't know if it's because I have a sense of purpose mm. with him. You know, he's going to be 23. Wow. I know it's crazy oh, pretty soon and you know, he's literally he's a man yeah. now, but yeah. he's such a good man.
0: Yeah.
1: And um and I enjoy him.
0: Yeah.
1: And I enjoy his friends and he has a girlfriend now and I enjoy her mm-hmm. and so you know life with him has really evolved and it it just has continued to be such a source of pleasure mm-hmm. for me having that connection with him. You know, he makes me laugh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's and that play. That's a playful spirit. You know right? what?
1: That's exactly yeah. it, Annie. I never yeah. really kind of put my thumb on that before, mm. but it's true. Mm. And he's he does because he's goofy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> sure and so <laughs> when he's goofy, it just yeah. makes me laugh, and I forget how serious mm. I am mm-hmm. at times. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So oh,
0: that he
1: that. definitely nourishes me. Yeah. Um, and I just you know I really. Love, deeply connecting with people Mm. you know that really nourishes me and you know I used to think that it always had to be like um, you know just positive and, and we couldn't really show when things were tough but like you sort of mentioned it earlier Mm -hmm. saying that you know when things are tough and we can share that with each other yeah it is deeply fulfilling it is and it does nourish both ways Mm -hmm. and so i do love that
0: yeah
1: um i can relate yeah yeah and i think being sometimes having that time to be alone too yeah is nourishing for me because um you know, I often we
0: joke about
1: it, but I I really do live in two worlds.
0: I was gonna say, you know? I imagine like that's an because you 'cause you're you're holding space for a lot of different people, a lot of different energy. Right. Um, and I imagine having that right that other world and space to just be and give to yourself is yes. is so essential.
1: Yes. Yes, it, it really is. So um, and you know what I find is that there's, as I get older, I hate to say that, <laughs> but truly as I get older, um, I really find that I'm more grateful mm. and the little things I do a gratitude journal every night before I go to bed. Cause that's oh, the last yes. thing that I want yeah. in my brain before I go to sleep for mm. the next however many hours. And, and I find that before I used to struggle with getting five on the paper, and now I'm like, I've really got to stop because I, I need to get some sleep. Oh, that's beautiful. and there's just so yeah. many
0: like the little things, mm-hmm. and I think that's what it is—just bringing your awareness to all those right. little gifts. In exactly. Our life. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's and exactly, exactly. And I think yeah, and I think that makes a big difference in in your life mm-hmm. and your health, your overall well-being is mm-hmm. is really. Doing those things that do nourish you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, amazing. So yes. so incredible, Donna. I feel like there there's so many. My brain's like, oh, I want to dig in here. I want to talk more about this. I want to <laughs> do this. Um, and. I just, this has been absolutely amazing. It beautiful. has, yeah, it has.
1: Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, I mean, we welcome. could go on all night. And I feel it's like when I'm working, I feel like I'm sitting here and I I'm know. with you, and I love it. Yeah, you I know, know. I, you almost forget that we're doing a podcast that we're recording right yeah, now. I yeah.
0: know it's just an, another wonderful conversation. Exactly. Um, one more question is coming to mind because yes. you had, you mentioned I so just caught the language. You said in my first book. So, are you yes. have you written a second book? Are you writing writing another book. Yes to both. Okay. So,
1: I it's very funny because um as you know with me there's always a story, right? There's no no just yes or no. It's there's it. always yes. a story. And so I way back like it was I think it was maybe 2 years after Your Only Is Your Secrets went live mm-hmm. and was published. I was Work. I had a couple of office spaces for my alternative therapies business. And so I had an office space in Lower Village, Kennebunk. And I was trying to update my website because I was really concerned that people weren't going to find me in the next town over or whatever. So I was working on that. And I woke up one morning and I was checking my emails. And there was this email from this um, man And he was from Australia. And he said that they had seen my book and that they were very interested in having me write for their compilation that they were it was Adventures and Manifesting. So, you know, little Miss Negative Nelly, (laughs) it's like, nah, that can't happen, you know. So I was thinking it it was was like like a a hoax. hoax.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
1: So I'm like, there is no way. And then you know, he wrote back again. And I was like, wow, like there's something to this. And then because of the time difference, mm-hmm. you know, we mm-hmm. he was sleeping when I was awake oh, and yeah. but, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. So I was like, N- if this is real, like we need to connect. And so sure enough, we connected.
0: Oh, wow. And he
1: said, no, he said, this is real. And I said, how did you find me from Australia? I said, I was afraid somebody wasn't going to find me in the next town over. Oh, and he awesome. laughed so and he cool. said, I have people who Uh work for me that go out and they mine, you know, the different types of people that we're looking for. So long story short, I ended up doing the compilation and I did. I wrote just a a very short chapter um, for one of their, I think the series is like five books. Mm. and um, But the thing that I feel so honored is that I am... Um, there are featured authors and there are New York Times bestsellers. You know, there's, um, I don't know if, you've, if you're if you familiar with the Hay House family, oh, yeah. but oh, so yeah. there's Marianne Williamson. Yes. She oh, wrote for this same. She was
0: just here last week. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. So she wrote for this same um series that I wrote for. Oh my. God. She was one of the really? featured authors. Yeah. And then do you know um John D Martini? Yes. Okay. okay. He wrote in the same book I did.
0: Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then Jackie Newcomb. Yes. I don't know if you know her. Yeah. yeah. And so I wrote right along with these like major authors and I was like I couldn't believe it. It was like pinch pinch, you know. So oh that gosh. was my Yeah. So that Talk was Talk about
0: not staying small, right? Like I'm Like I'm just saying the word expand right. expansiveness. Right. It's just that's exactly. incredible.
1: Exactly. Thank you. So yeah. So I that was my second one that came out in 2013. And is there a
0: title to the comp- compilation? Comp- am I saying that right? <laughs> the compilation. The, the, yeah. Compilation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. However you want to say it. You're welcome. You can. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yes, it's called Adventures in Manifesting. Okay. And my particular book that I wrote for is Healing. Healing, uh healing from within
0: okay
1: beautiful and then in 2013 that same year I wrote and recorded uh, a meditation CD mm. that's also out there it's called your inner temple and it's oh a my gosh, yeah yes wow. yeah so it's a um color chakra meditation yeah. and I also have there's a um, a piece that you can assess what your meditation was so it will tell you which of the chakras may be out of balance and how you can then move forward to healing that
0: gosh you are so inspiring that you've done so many incredible things
1: thank you thank you and then my last one is i am i am writing a sequel yeah which yeah so I have no Take idea it day what it's by day. I am, yeah. I am, because you know, when I was Which asked, it was actually from readers. Readers had asked me to do it, Ugh, and I, I, said, "Well, it's incredible." I, what do you want to know? And they mm-hmm. said, "We well, want to know about your life now." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, it's not really remarkable. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you because you and know, yet, I eat, <laughs> I go to bed, I get up, I work, I eat, I go to, you know, that kind
0: of thing." So, but, what's one? Th- and in starting writing the sequel, what's yeah. one what's one thing that surprised you? Because I would I would say I could mirror back and share so many remarkable things about you and your life right now. Well, thank you. Know? you. So thank I'm you. curious, what have you learned? What's one thing you learned?
1: Well, one thing I learned is that um, there have been a lot of things that are noteworthy mm-hmm. in my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and um, people have said different things to me that before i just sort of you know like brushed kind of brush i did aside. like yeah. i brushed it in and now in writing the sequel i've really had to and i asked people i said look i need your help with this because i don't really know what you want to know mm-hmm. about my, you know i mean right, when right. i sit here yeah. i'm like okay well here mm-hmm. it is you know <laughs> um and so people have reached out and they've said you know i was abused and Mm. i had difficulties with relationships can you write a chapter about that oh
0: Donna, what's so cool is like you've really i mean you've really rippled out and and you've engaged and you're also listening i mean like that is just such a powerful piece of of your healing and then and then these people are reaching out to you like to really feel heard and listened to and met um and that you're also willing to continue to yeah. <laughs> in your own healing journey, like put yourself Thank out there. You.
1: Well, yeah, oh, and this is so you know cool. this
0: is another tough one, right? Right?
1: Because I'm really looking at what my life is mm-hmm. from a, a real like laser focused lens, mm. um, and some of it, like they're asking me to write about. And I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, how, I don't know what to yeah. say about that because I still haven't processed it myself. Yeah. So again, this is my continued healing.
0: Oh, incredible! It
1: really is. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I have you know, I have the title and and all that good mm-hmm. stuff ready to go, and I've got about five or six chapters finished
0: that's amazing yeah that's, oh, thank oh, you I'm, so we'll see we'll see you know so we'll, we'll stay tuned stay tuned okay yes please for sure yeah um how how else can people find you donna because you right now you serve you know in person you serve the seacoast area i do um and then you have various online programs so do. how can listeners out there who may be hearing you and learning about you for the first time find you
1: Great question. Um, I have just been in the process of sort of revamping everything. I was managing three different websites, one for oh, my wow. online practitioner mm-hmm. training, and then one for fundamental mastery, and one for peace of mind, which is my alternative solutions. Okay. So I just brought all of those together. So if they go to www.donna.tem Mm-hmm. I love it, it should all have links. Incredible. Fingers crossed they're working right now. There's still a few things I'm working on, but um, they can reach me that way. I believe they can even access my blog uh, through my website as well. They can find me on Twitter. They can mm-hmm. find me on Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, and I do have an office space by appointment only yeah. uh, in the New Hampshire area. And I do do energy clearings, which are on site for clearing of land and um, homes and businesses. Uh, And they can reach me for that as well through donatem.com. Do you do remote healing? I do remote healings as well. I have clients in California, Arizona. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, they're all over the place. So, yeah, so I do the remote piece as well mm-hmm. yeah okay. so yeah and so i would say donatem.com is probably the best way right now Perfect that they can contact me thank you for
0: of course for asking that yeah because you're welcome
1: important piece there
0: oh so excited to continue to witness your healing journey
1: Thank you. Yeah. And thank you so much again for doing this. this oh was, my gosh,
0: it's been so much fun.
1: I know, it is fun. I know, <laughs> I almost it. I almost don't want to quit. <laughs> I know, I do feel like we could just keep talking. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Donna,
0: so okay. much joy. Yes.